Hi, this is Dr. Jose Saldivar with another episode of the Way to College podcast. In my journey as a podcaster, um, one of the wonderful things about this experience is it's it's led me to um, all kinds of wonderful guests. Um, initially guests within my network, but as I scour social media looking for guests and, and, and people send me guests to connect with, um, I'm fortunate to come across just amazing people, and today's no different. Um, and so I, I came across today's guest because my guest has a, also has a podcast. And if I remember correctly, I want to say maybe in the fall, I want to say you reached out to me and, and you asked me about my podcast and maybe reconnecting or something this this year. And so I wanted to, to come back to you about that. So... Natalie, what you know? Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners out there? Okay. Hi, my name is Natalie Ariola. Um, I'm born in McAllen, raised in Edinburgh. Uh, I went to school at Edinburgh North High School, and then I went to UTRGV. That's where I got my Bachelor of Arts in Mass Communication, concentration broadcast journalism, and I. Well, well, when I was a student, I was super into Bronx Radio. Bronx. I'm not sure if they still have all that stuff. Like the Bronx Radio. <laughs> But I don't know what they call it now, Vaqueros Radio, Vaqueros TV. So I was really in, involved in that. And it. I met a lot of great people. I had an amazing mentor. I don't know if he's, I'm pretty sure, Fred Mann. I don't know if you're familiar with, no, he's not a doctor. He's Fred Mann. He was my, my go-to person. And uh, after that, well, I graduated. And then I actually, <laughs> I started a family. I got married and I started, started a family. You would think that it was time for me to go and start my career, get a great job in the field of journalism and, you know, go follow that dream that I had. But I got married and I started a family and I now have two beautiful sons, amazing sons. And I'm, uh, I've had a great jobs. I've worked actually for 956 Sports. I was the first female sports reporter for them. I was the uh, worked for 710KURV. I was a sport, the first female news producer for their radio station. And then I went on to uh, go on to digital communications and then I, I became a teacher. And then I, after that, now I'm involved in outreach, community outreach here in Corpus Christi. <laughs> you said a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that was a lot. No, that's good. That's good. It it means uh, I know there's a lot more. There's a lot more meat right to that story. So, Natalie, I ask all of my guests. Thank you. One, thank you for joining me. But I ask all my guests, if you were to say my educational journey started here at this point, where would that point be for you? My, probably I would say my junior year of college. It, that's when I knew what I wanted to start, what I wanted to pursue. Before that, I was just floating around. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was, I was kind of, I'll use the word lost and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I, I came across some, some, I met some new friends and they told me to get involved with the organization there, uh, the UTRGV. And it, it just kind of I felt I kind of fit right in, I guess, and I just kind of got better from there. So that's when my junior year of college. And so, you know, you said before that you were lost um, for a lot of young people. They they go to college as college is kind of like the next step. Right. You're in high school. You're graduating. Was for you was was college always part of the plan? It was it, it was it, it was always part of the plan. I 
it was not what I thought it was going to be. I remember when I graduated from high school, I was going to go to Texas State, but I didn't want to leave home yet. So I, you know, went to UTPA at the time. And I remember being excited, but at the same time being really scared. And I just, I felt like I was just a little fish in a huge ocean, you know, and I didn't, I felt scared. I was scared. I didn't know where to go. You know, the class, you, you have a new schedule, you have what, five classes, or I can't remember how many I had, but um, it was scary. I remember being, feeling very scared. Yeah. Yeah. So you said your junior year was when you would say your educational journey started and that's, that's when you found kind of your, your, your path, your, your major, certainly, um, you know, when you were graduating and you said you started a family, right? Um, was that, well, were you, when you were graduating, were you, were you in a hurry to start a family? Were you in a hurry to start a career? I mean, why don't you take us there and take us through that thought process? Because I feel like, you know, and, and, and not to certainly not to judge you. Right. But I feel like for, for anybody, especially, but for young women, you know, you're graduating and, you know, if, if you're Latina, it, it feels like at least for the stories that I hear from my students, there's almost an expectation, like you're going to start a family you've got, right. Cause you're going to get older or things like that. What were the pressures that you were feeling at that time, graduating from college? I had that mentality and I, I don't see it like that anymore, but I felt like I, it was the next step in life. And like you said, I am Latina, Mexican American. And part of our culture is, you know, uh, start having a family and have being a mom and raising children. So I had that mentality and I was just not, uh, I, I should have, I don't know what I should have done. I should have done something to make myself realize Natalie, wait, just wait, you know, it's, you don't have to do that yet. You can, there's another option. And I, <laughs> I just said, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I have a great man, right. You know, and uh, let's, and he felt the same way. We both wanted to start the next step in our life. We both knew that, but at the same time, we didn't know what it entailed. We didn't, you know, go to marriage counseling, like you should do before you jump into a marriage. And we just kind of did it. And, it was uh, great. And then, you know, uh, we started having some marriage problems because we weren't, we, we, get, we get along, we got along very well, but at the same time, we, we see things very differently. We just started uh, not getting along anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, mine led to a divorce. We're actually, uh, thankfully, we're back together. I know it sounds really crazy. Me and, and my children's father, I, I don't like saying the word divorce, but we, uh, I felt, I'll, I'll tell you, I felt like in my marriage, I lost my identity and I didn't know who I was anymore. Um, I lost myself in motherhood and I just was cooking, cleaning and, you know, waiting for my husband to come home from work. And it, I, I, I was in, I fell into that lifestyle and I, I became very sad and I went through a depression because I, I knew that wasn't what I wanted for myself. So I had to do something about it. And unfortunately, like I said, mine led to that divorce, but, um, it's, we're good now. So it's a happy ending. Don't worry, <laughs> but it, that's what happened in, in my situation. And I, I'm okay to talk about it now, but if you had asked me maybe two or three years ago, I, I wouldn't have been able to. 
that I am now. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I, I I don't know your story really, right? And so I appreciate you because I know. I mean, talking about that, I imagine isn't easy. Um, I appreciate you going there, but you know. You talked about your your personal life, your relationship with uh, you know um, your partner and, and your kids. And tell us about work. Tell us about the role that work played, because I, sometimes I feel like um, our lives are like puzzles, right? And so we've we've got our family and our and our personal life, and you know it's part of this this beautiful puzzle. And then you've got work, right? And so you talked about being a homemaker, but. In your introduction, you talked about a number of different things, really cool things that you were doing. When did you start doing those things? And how did you find your way to the, that kind of work? Uh, well, you mean the broadcast media part of it? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I just had, a, I have a passion for it. I really do. I, I just love editing. I love uh, recording. I love being behind the scenes and I love being, I don't mind being in front of the camera, but I prefer to be producing and, you know, making it all happen in the background. And I just always loved it. And then I just found, it's, I guess I found my niche and then people started seeing, wow, look what Natalie can do. You know, they st people started noticing it and thank God for that because, you know, there's, you come across some good people sometimes in life. And I, I will never forget the people that believed in me and saw that, you know, I'm, I, I can do it. And I'm, I'm a hard worker and I, I'm, I'm consistent and I just kept on with it. And I, I led to actually, um, we, we went to a competition at UTRGV and it led to a national award with College Broadcasters Inc. And we got best radio podcast in 2012. So that's, it was great. <laughs> And it led to some really great jobs, you know, uh, 956 Sports. Hey, Natalie, uh, do you want to be a reporter for us? Hey, come help us out. You're great. You, know, you just, it was so good. I don't, it, that's how that happened. I mean, it was just really, it, it's great memory. I don't know. And I feel like I'm kind of getting into that, what I had going on back then. I'm, it's happening again at, at a different time in life. But um that's how I just I think people just started noticing that I took it seriously and I wasn't just playing around and it's something that I really love doing. Natalie, you, you mentioned something really interesting as you talked about your relationship and, and your your role as a as a mother and a homemaker. And you talked about losing yourself. Um you know, do you think um you know, do, for you, do you think like uh, the broadcasting work was that um, did did that kind of work? It sounds like work that you're really passionate about. Did that kind of work help you find yourself? Yes, yes, it did. Oh, it, now that you say it like that, it helped me refine myself. I think after yeah. Doing, yeah. Natalie, tell me. So you you know you you have extensive work in, in broadcast journalism, um, and you know when I when I came across and I don't know if if you reached out I know you reached out to me earlier you know a few months ago right, um, but I don't know if I if I had already come across your podcast but it's an interesting podcast. Tell us a little bit about the podcast and how you you know, what led you to the podcast? Like why, you know, I mean, I've got my own reasons for starting a podcast. What were your reasons for starting your podcast? 
I, well, when I was, when I had gone through the whole, you know, I felt like I lost myself. I wanted, I, I knew that I had to do something to make that, make myself better. And I, for some reason, it just popped in my head. Well, what are you good at? What can you do? You know, what skills do you have? <laughs> you, you're not, you can do something. And I just had to keep on telling myself and, you know, believing in myself and the pop, a pop ca- podcast popped in my head. And it used to be called Latina Moms in the Know. And I had gotten together with some mom friends and just talked about being a mom and how it was some of the hard times, some of the fun times of being a mom. And then I changed it because I didn't want it to just be for moms. I wanted it to be for any woman that was interested in listening. And I changed it to Mujeres in the Know. And that was back in 2018. I started it just for socializing and a passion project. That's how it started. It was just something I really felt I wanted to do. And then over time, um, I, I started thinking about what I went through and in, in my marriage and losing myself. And I, I wanted to help other women feel like they're not alone. If they are going through something, I wanted to talk to them. Hey, what did you go through in your life? You know, can you share just a little bit with us? You don't have to give us the dirty details, but can you share with us something you went through that helped you not so much healthy, but something you went through that you never thought you would go through, but you got through it and you came out of the other side. Can you share that with us? And, you know, and that's, that's how it started because of my own situation. And I wanted to reach out to other women. I knew I wasn't alone. I knew I wasn't the only one who went through something like that. I, I know it. I, I know there's other, you know, a bunch of women, especially in our culture that are probably right now struggling in feeling like they don't know who they are anymore. And I, and I, that's my main thing is I hope they can hear, listen to one, just one episode, maybe, maybe they'll just come across the right one and they'll gain some confidence back and know, you know, I can do anything I want to do, you know, like just feel empowered. That's, that's what I, why I started and what I hope for it. Thank you so much. And, and that's such a wonderful idea. I, I think, um, you know, your story, I think, is so powerful on so many levels, right? Because we're, it, it feels like society gears us up, gets, gets us ready to be in this race. And whether it's a race to, to start a family, whether it's a race to that, that um, ideal job, right? But along the way, that race, you know, we, there are a lot of casualties. <laughs> and sometimes it's us. Right. And and and, you know, like you said, losing yourself and losing your identity. Um, and, and I think it's common. Right. It's it's something that happens to so many of us that along the way we forget who we are, what we care about, what we're passionate about. What is it that drives us? Um, and so I'm glad one, I'm glad you created the podcast. I'm glad, I'm glad that you, you've created this outlet, right. And this resource for, for other Latinas who might be going through something similar. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, what advice, what other practical advice would you give to somebody who has lost their way? that's tough because when you're going through it you don't see any way out you know and because I'm you know I remember that feeling like this isn't going to get better it's just not and you know feeling like I didn't want to live anymore I'll be I'll be honest with you that got to a point like that but the advice I'd give is 
I know it sounds easier said than done, but just just give it another day and then just give it another day and just give it another day and try to reach out just to someone because it helps to talk. And I know it's hard to, to tell people about your problems and you don't, you don't want people to know that you're going through something. And especially in our culture, I, I feel it's like that. So just try to talk to someone, even if it's just one person about what, how you're feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and just don't suffer alone. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's really tough. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think you're absolutely right, right? Nobody nobody has to suffer in silence. Nobody has to suffer alone. Um, reaching out, right? Reaching out to the folks around you. Um, you know, when you mention um, about creating your podcast and kind of helping you refine yourself, um, I, I, I don't... I don't know, five years ago, I never would have seen myself starting a podcast. And actually, this is my second. I started a podcast at the university back in... 2017 um it's called the fye podcast first year experience podcast and that was more for like connecting faculty with students and talking about you know college right issues but i think the for me podcasting has given me i think insight into into me and helping me find another sort of aspect of who i am because i i love I always, I've, I love meeting people and just talking to them. I always tell my students ask me once, like if I could have any job outside of teaching, right? What would it be? And I said, I, I would just love to be a, I said, I would love to, to like meet people at coffee shops and just have a cup of coffee with them and, and just talk to them, hear their story. Yeah. Um, and so I, I get, I get it. I, I, the power of finding oneself, right? Um, cause yeah, I, I feel like along the way, it's so easy. It's so easy to, to, to get lost. Um, so, Natalie, you know, you've got this wonderful podcast. You've got this wonderful resource. Um, you've started new work, right? Um, what's, what's next for you in terms of the podcast? What would you, where would you like to take your podcast? That's a good question. I was just thinking about that. And I feel like I kind of did things backwards. <laughs> I didn't go into it trying to start, trying to start a business or anything like that. I just did it because I felt I wanted to. It was a passion project. So, but now I'm starting to feel like maybe I can, you know, make some kind of the t-shirts and, you know, like merchandise and stuff like that and make a brand out of it. And I would like, I'm trying, I would like to do that, make a create, make a brand and get it, you know, uh, maybe a product. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of brainstorming right now and, Maybe, uh, honestly, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My vision is to have like a, a show, but a, a, like a talk show, you know, and, and a live one would be awesome. But I'm here in Corpus Christi and I interview women from the Rio Grande Valley. So I'm going to move back, but I don't know. I'm not sure when it might take some more time. So, but that would be like my, my dream was to have, you know, a show and, and, and do it live. And have my guests there, have, you know, my setup and like you, you understand and how it would be so cool to have something like that for a podcast just to turn into something more, you know, yeah. a type of show. And I, I, I haven't really, uh, you know, thought it out or made like a business plan or anything like that. But I do know that I, I would love something like that. And we'll see. Yeah. That's great. I, um, 
you know, I, I, I wish you the best and I hope, I hope you can, you can make that happen. And, and obviously if, if, uh, if I can be a resource in any way, please don't hesitate to ask, you know, we, um, and I apologize. I'm afraid my dogs are going to start barking a little bit. Um, we, uh, when we started the podcast, when we started the interview, I told you that, um, you know, we're always fascinated by the jobs people have. And for young people, a lot of them don't know how to get started. Let's say for young people that want to get into content creation, right? Podcasting or any other kind of content creators. Because I feel like a lot of young people, that's something that, that they're interested in. It's, it's a field that seems to be growing with no ceiling. Like it feels like there's so much content out there, but there's such an appetite for it. What advice would you give somebody, a young person that, that maybe is in school trying to find their way, but there, there, there's an interest in that, in social media and content creation? What advice would you give them? Number one is to stay consistent. Number two would probably be not, someone's not always going to be like clapping for you or saying, you know, you, you can do it and you, you got this. You, you're going to have to do that yourself sometimes and pump yourself up. I, I know I have to do that and put on some music and just get myself in that mode, you know, and just just remind yourself, wait, you know, why? What do I you know, this is what I love doing and just how you have to just motivate yourself and encourage yourself and believe in yourself because sometimes it. You just, I mean, there's always, I, I don't know, everybody's situation is different, but sometimes you're, uh, I guess that's all I can say. I, I have never been asked this question. Um, <laughs> um, but, I, well, another thing is, I would say something that I'm realizing is to have someone help you, if, if possible, because I'm kind of doing this by my, I am doing this by myself. And I recently reached out to someone who is good in audio editing and I, I know how to do it, but this person is really good. <laughs> and I asked them if they could help me mix and master my audio and they're helping me with that part of it. So it can sound, you know, like a, a good quality. So uh, that's that I noticed just by asking someone for help already made me feel like, uh, I, I can do more. And, you know, I felt it made me feel more confident just by asking. And even if they said no, maybe just the thing about asking makes, I don't, well, I don't think, I don't feel like people would say no. People, people are willing to help, but, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you have to find the right people and there's people out there. You just have to wait and no, they'll, they'll, they'll come across, they'll, they'll, they'll they're there. <laughs> They're there somewhere. <laughs> They'll connect sort of the way we connected, right? You yeah. Know, you, 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 you meet these people, right? I, th I yeah. think um, for me, I spend a lot of time. Um, I just recently got back on Facebook. I hadn't been on Facebook. So I just started promoting the podcast on Facebook. And, and it, I had taken a break from there just because it, it didn't feel like a good space for me at the time. Um, so I was hev heavily invested in kind of Instagram and that's where I'd been promoting everything. But it, it, you know, I, I'm looking to, to grow the podcast, but also to connect with people, right? Connect with future guests or just resources. And so, yeah, I, I think along the way, you're going to meet people that, that are just going to come into your path that are going to be potential resources. You brought up a good point, because if you want to just do something like I'm doing local, it, it would be good to go to events and, um, you know, network and socialize. And that's a good way. Uh, if you want to be like national, well, that can happen as well. I don't know how to go about that. 
but um, it, that's that's true. And sometimes social media can can be a lot. I know that just recently I had to take a little break from it. And I, I put my podcast on hold for almost a month. It was like two, two to three weeks. And I had to take a little break because I just needed a break. I don't know how I needed a break from social media, from Instagram, from Facebook, from everything. And I I, I actually I came back and I started to create producing more episodes and I felt like I was ready to go. So sometimes, people, you know, I, I needed a break. For I don't know how you feel about that, Jose. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think uh, I think at some point, like, yeah, you just you, you need you need to take a break um, if you're just not feeling it. And um, so far, I've been good. I think with the podcast there, I've had a few where, you know, I've taken like a week off or something. But for the most part, I've been consistent. Um, but, you know, for me, it's I'm at kind of a stage where I'm thinking about how do I grow it? How do I reach out? Because 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 uh, I also started to kind of promote some of the the educational consulting work that I want to be doing. Um, you know, for me, <clears throat> I don't know what it was like for you, Natalie, but uh, I, you know, I'm I'm a little older, and when I was in high school, um, I didn't. I, I was fortunate that I had a few. I had I had you know one or two like just amazing mentors that were there to guide me and to tell me what I needed to do. And I always tell my students, you know, these people like literally took me by the hand and said, do this. And, um, and if I can do that for other people, I want to do that for other people. And because I know how, you know, I, I always tell my students, I, now I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and say I did it on my own because I didn't, I had, you know, tons of help. And, and so if I could do that, if I can repay what, you know, somebody did for me, um, that's what I want to do. And so, you know, I'd, I'd like to grow the podcast so I can do that for others. Um, well, I admire you for doing video as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm well, scared to do video. Well, I, I haven't uploaded it yet. I, I'm still, I've got all these videos and, and I, I did reach out to uh, a friend who, who's agreed to help me with a video. Um, cause I would, I would like to put the videos up on YouTube. And so I have a YouTube channel. I just haven't uploaded them yet. Um, but yeah, some of my guests get really excited that, <laughs> that there's, there, they might be on video. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so Natalie, let me ask you, cause you know, given your extensive work in like broadcast mass communications, broadcast journalism, what kinds of skills do young people need if they want to pursue a career in broadcast journalism? Well, if you want, it depends what they want to go into. If they want to be on the uh, behind the scenes, they have to be willing to not want to be in the spotlight because <laughs> the, the people that are in front of the camera, you know, that's part of it. It's almost like I feel reporters are almost like actors and uh, you know, you have to, be able to put on a smile and be, you know, presentable. It's, I feel like there's an acting element to it. And well, if you want to be behind the scenes, I would say you need to know the technical side of it and be comfortable with it. Cause some people freak out, you know, with the equipment and the camera, the big cameras or them, even, you know, they don't know how to plug things in and it maybe they don't enjoy that part. So you have to know what part of broadcasting you enjoy and you want to pursue. That would be the first step. And then after that, well, you just go and you just 
uh, do it and you just uh, learn all you can learn. And, you know, I would say that that's depending on what you want to do. That, that that's what I would say. And for me, well, it was more it was I kind of I, I'm interested in both. But I, I just love the whole process of it. So I I personally just try to learn everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I And that because I, I'm the type of person where I need to know how to do everything. And I know that's bad, but at the same time, that's just how I am. And I accept it by now. And, you know, I want to know how to edit. I want to know how to record. I want to know how to do the video editing. I, I want to know how to uh, upload just every part. I want to know every element of broadcast media and this podcasting part uh, is the best. That's the part I enjoy. So I know that I'm a podcaster, <laughs> you know, and I've accepted that and I realized that, but it's not going to, it doesn't have, it have see how long it took for me to realize what I was wanted to do. I, after everything I went through with divorce and getting back together with my ex-husband and two kids and um, you know, the whole marriage. And it was just all these things that I, I lost myself and I came back to what I loved and thank God, because I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't, get back into my podcasting and I know it might sound corny but it's it saved me it <laughs> saved me I just get emotional because people don't know that part and I'm sorry I'm emotional I get emotional but they don't see what it really has done for me and I put other women in the spotlight and I, I love doing that it's it makes me just feel good inside I can't explain it I don't know the psychology behind it but I know that it makes me feel good inside yeah, but it did a lot for me, and it 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 did save. I feel like it saves me. Mm-hmm. What, don't apologize for getting emotional. This is, um, I mean, I, I think what you're doing is is amazing, and um, the fact that you've created this space for others to share their stories and to find right some common ground, to find some allies and some resources, I think is incredible. Um, two. When we before we we started the conversation, before we started recording, right? I I told you that I started the podcast because I feel like we tell people, we tell young people that life is kind of like a straight line, and you know, you tell kids to pick a major, and you know, not so subtly that when they graduate, there's going to be a job waiting for them, and you know, the likelihood that they find a job right with a college degree is better, and 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 it is, but life is rarely a straight line right and I, and i think your story your story is a great example of that right there there were some deviations along the way and um but but you made it a point to create a space for yourself to find yourself and to find your way back to something that you cared about something that you're passionate about and so I applaud you for that. And and see, I told you you had a great story, and, and it was going to be great for the podcast. I was, so. I was I didn't know if it was what I was going to say, but I'm just being honest and just putting you know. And I'm I, I I want to I want people to hear my story because if it can help someone else, then that's all I can ask for, you know. Yeah. 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 No, I. Um, so I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time to to share, um, Natalie. Before we go. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, whether it be, because I think, you know, talking about your own experience, talking about resilience, talking about finding yourself, talking about finding balance, right? Having a family, having a career. Is there any, anything you'd, you'd love to 
to leave our listeners with before we go? Yes, uh, just be careful when you look at social media. Be careful when you think that someone's life is all glamorous and amazing and just they have everything that they could ask for. You don't, they, you know, people sometimes they don't put out there things they go through, some really dark times and dark places they've, they've been. To, I'm speaking for myself because I've been in, gone through some really you know, depressions. I've gotten, went through two major depressions in my life. And I don't, uh, just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm afraid I have this fear that people are going to see me and think, wow, she's look at everything she's doing. It's all working out for her. It, it, it may look like that. And don't get me wrong. Things are going a lot better now, but there was a time when I was not okay. And, um, you know, who know? And life sometimes it throws things at you, and it's just. Uh, but you, we can get through it, and that's just what I kind of just wanted to say. That just, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um, you know, I I think yeah, we do have to be careful, right? And and look at um recognize that sometimes we uh, we look at social media through rose-colored lenses right and and, and what what we see isn't always real and to recognize that um you know behind the scenes there's a lot more to a person's life than just what they're posting um you know i, I think you and i are probably really good examples of that and, and we could probably point to different periods in our life where you know things weren't weren't going well or, or aren't going well and um but you know you you try to put a good face on right mm-hmm. um so no i i appreciate that and i'm sure our listeners will appreciate that yeah. um no um the whole i um, i feel very strong about um the mental health awareness and just taking care of your men- mental health not just your physical but your mental health and and in our culture sometimes it, it is there's a stigma to it and i feel that's another thing i just want to put in there is uh I hope that uh, we can, I, I don't, I, I, I see it getting better and I feel like it's getting more, there's more awareness around it now and it's only going to get better from here on out. But uh, just any, I, 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 my heart really goes out to people who are struggling with some type of mental illness and that are suffering and that don't know how to get out of it. My, I would hope and pray that they look for resources, they reach out to people and just try their best to, climb out of it yeah thank you thank you yeah and i definitely want to echo that sentiment right get help um and recognize again like you said you don't have to suffer in silence right connect with people connect with resources absolutely um natalie thank you again thank you again for your time joining me on the podcast um you know, you've you've got two kiddos of your own, and I, I know, I know you, and and a, and a busy podcast schedule, and now this new work. Um, so thank you, thank you for taking the time to join us. Um, you know, this concludes another episode of the Way to College podcast. Tune in next time. We'll see you soon, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye bye.